You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know. I've got you covered every weekday morning. Good morning. How are you doing? I can't believe it. It's 6.54 on February 2nd and I'm actually recording this from Vancouver. Yeah, after uh, eight days, eight consecutive days on the hill, my legs are ready for a break. How about yours? How are you doing? I hope you've been getting after it. Sure did yesterday. Some beautiful sunshine and snow conditions yesterday out on the musical bumps. We'll get to that shortly uh, about, you know, um, uh, cautious terrain selection because, yeah, we'll get to that shortly. Let's tell you about the hill. <laughs> How about the fact that we've had zero centimetres? We could, however, have one to three centimetres today due to some flurries developing, some cloudy skies. So expect, uh, yeah, some overcast skies today. But cold temperatures, again, even a little cooler than yesterday morning, started out in the Alpine with about uh, winds around 30 k's an hour, looking at minus 13, in fact, closer to minus 14 at the peaks of Whistler and Blackcomb, around minus 12 at uh, the tops of Symphony and Harmony, but minus 10 at uh, the 1,800-meter elevation of the Roundhouse and Rendezvous. And even in the village, it's cold this morning, minus 7.4, but looking for an alpine high today of about minus 7. So uh, dress appropriately. Yeah, yesterday uh, was lovely in the sunshine, but cold elsewhere If uh, yeah, on uh, in shady sections. So do a couple flurries today as well as tomorrow at this point point. Yeah, that's right. Some flurries expected through there and then really some uh, some more reliable snowfall to come on Wednesday, but still not a huge amount. And despite reporting yesterday that we're going to have a high freezing level on Sunday, as high as potentially 1,800 meters, we are looking for some snow to apparently arrive Sunday night through to Monday with uh, slightly cooler temperatures Monday, a lower freezing level. So something potentially developing and arriving uh, in with some low pressure at the beginning of next week. Oh man, it's weird doing... Um, doing this with different tabs. <laughs> Sorry if you can hear some clicking in the background. But yeah, for groomers today, we've got 37 runs groomed on Whistler. In fact, Upper Dave Murray to Tokum, as well as the Saddle, their runs of the day. 52 runs groomed on Blackcomb. That's Ridge Runner, as well as Panorama being runs of the day there. But uh, expect, yeah, runs to be harder packed, of course, with the cold temperatures we've had and no fresh snow. Along with, uh, well, yeah, like I said, those cold temperatures. Winds as well at around 30 k's an hour in the Alpine, so to feel colder in the shade with that wind as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Valley weather. Uh, currently, like I said, minus 7.4 in the valley, and it's going to be cool and cloudy with those, uh, well, flurries expected as well to hit the valley, looking at a high of just minus 3 in the valley with that snow easing off. Uh, yeah, those flurries easing off around midnight, and then uh, in to tomorrow, chance of flurries as well, mm-hmm. with a high of just zero degrees tomorrow, so colder today. So how's that going to affect your roads, I wonder? Well, in fact, let's get to that shortly. I want to let you know about the avalanche advisory, because yesterday it was considerable in Alpine, so hence why we avoided steeper terrain, uh, you know, like the spearhead. But uh, the, uh, our uh, avalanche advisory, it's moderate, so level two in all elevations, but lots of problems, and these persistent slabs and wind slabs, and that's 
that's on all aspects. So avalanche hazards, it's more complicated meets the eye right now. So that's what our bulletin's saying. Carefully assess wind-affected areas and the weak layer beneath that recent snow. So maintain terrain margins around steep rollovers and, of course, wind-loaded slopes. Avoid convex rolls especially what with, like I said, uh, just 30 30 plus centimetres struggling to bond onto that smooth crust with some surface hoar underneath as well. So very prone to sliding. In fact, uh, there was an avalanche on Rainbow Mountain yesterday with five people involved and two injuries needing medi evacuation. So there's more about that, uh, more information on that with the MIN report now online. And if you're wondering about MIN reports too, Avalanche Canada released... uh, more information yesterday about knowing when to post to the Mountain Information Network. You know, is it, it can be quite daunting. So there's a handy guide that they've uh, put up if you want to find, if, it, if you feel like you should write a report. Somebody as well notif- um, mentioning online yesterday alongside uh, imagery of that slide on Rainbow that Gin Peak was uh, lots of instabilities on Gin Peak two days ago. And unsurprising, the avalanche advisory was high. So make sure you're being super cautious in your terrain selection, you know, avoiding, avoiding runs that are going to lead you into terrain traps and uh, you know and and trees things like that you know really as much as you want to get after it after some fresh snow with some beautiful bluebird conditions really do want to get home at the end of the day as well so make sure you're being super cautious super cautious like really yeah um for your drive conditions today uh let me tell you it's gonna be uh well beautiful it was beautiful yesterday cloudy skies today but i hope you enjoyed the views yesterday they were really something else but incident free this morning no major hazards reported but some slippery sections on the duffy with some compact snow still lingering on route to lillouette from pemberton of course and yesterday the car parks were a lot quieter than they were on monday after the power day, but still, well, some stashes to find. Let me tell you, coming in on the front side of flute, lesser flute, man, it was busy on flute yesterday. And even, of course, uh, the backside there. But uh, yeah, we went for, you know, a leg stretch and to enjoy the sunshine and just to enjoy some turns on low consequence terrain, what we deem to be low consequence terrain anyway, you know, like, uh, yeah, but I hope that's what you're doing for any backcountry travel right now. Um, let me tell you about some local events, though, shall? How about the fact, here's one on the radar from, uh, well, it's from BC Adventure Smart. Speaking of, you know, uh, avalanche uh, safety, it's a free webinar that's talking about in an emergency how you communicate with first responders because it does require technology. You know, if you have, be it a Garmin, in reach, that kind of thing, knowledge and understanding of the steps necessary to make the right call. And they have special guest BC Search and Rescue Association Technology Committee as well, what with their shared expertise, talking about uh, how to get it, you know, how and when to to make those calls. So it's an online webinar free of charge today at 7 p.m. You can find that online. More events as well from the library. I can't believe it's Wednesday, but uh, they have their homeless outreach today, of course, between 12 and 4, as well as the Whistler Community Services Society outreach between 12 and 5. The Employment Services drop-in is back. 
after a uh, cancellation the other day. That's between 1 and 4.30. And of course, the Women's Whistle Women's Centre drop-in, which I mentioned yesterday. Again, today, 1 till 4. So many resources here, including one. Uh, let me remind, uh, let you know, actually, from Whistle Community Services today, their team will be distributing, actually, bolognese sauce, which is made and been donated by the Brew Creek Centre, as well as pasta, during their drop-in hours today, as well as uh, appointments tomorrow, but between 1.30 and 4.30 p.m today for the food bank great communication i know brew the brew creek center have been making and contributing so much to our food bank which is yeah absolutely fantastic uh really cool to see as well that coast mountain uh have got uh, some awesome new glassware available i know we have so many uh coast mountain fans i love telling people the story between behind hope you're happy ipa <laughs> as well but they've this beautiful 400 mil sensoric tumbler available with a nice gold rim and the gold mountain logo if you're uh, yeah an avid coast mountain fan and you love glassware oh, there's a lovely uh, addition to your collection Whistler Animals Galore finally received their memorial friend, a uh, memorial bench to their friend and supporter Tobias, which uh, which that was made but then lost, literally lost by the manufacturer. But they've got it all uh, all together now. Another one was made, assembled, and looks beautiful. So, uh, yeah, really lovely to see. Uh, and thanks for sharing that, uh, Whistler Animals Galore. And what I was going to share here too, it's, it's funny, we were chatting, I was chatting about it just the other day about terminology you use, you know, when it comes to snow, like be it granular, corn, sugar, all those kind of things, including chicken head graveyards. And uh, <laughs> a member of Whistler Search and Rescue, Joel Sweet, replied to somebody who said, what are chicken heads, dinner plates and hard frozen sun cups? And Joel replied, you know, it's texture of the snow, like protruding kind of mounts, usually what you get in wind affected, freeze thaw, solar affected type areas basically funky snow and ice erosion patterns and it is funny what we what we use in our in our kind of ski and snowboard jargon hey we've definitely got some words that don't quite translate into other uh, echelons of society you know like steez that kind of thing I don't know but yeah, uh, I've, I missed a fact yesterday that Stinky's shared on yesterday. I didn't realize that it was 40 years ago that David Letterman started his first late night talk show. Uh, that's right. And his first guest was actually Neil Young, who, of course, is being talked about a lot right now, including with Joni Mitchell, everything. But I'm not going to get into that because, uh, well, he released one of his greatest albums yesterday, and that was Harvest 50 years ago. That's Amazing to think that that album is 50 years old. So I'm sure a few of you played some Neil Young yesterday, if not today. But more events and discussion happening online regarding, of course, our BC transit strike, or rather our Union uh, 114 transit workers striking due to their, well, less pay from their from their Victoria and Vancouver counterparts, their drivers for the same company. So lots to, to uh, around that. Uh, around that strike that you can read up online, especially from Unifor, the the union too. But it is affecting everybody's ability to get to work and it isn't uh, feasible for a lot of people to pay cab fares regularly to get to work. I've seen a lot of people getting picked up, you know, and hitchhiking as well as Whistle Ride actually offering 
uh, a pooling option, yeah, uh, that started on the weekend so that now you can share your ride and pool with other people in their app, which is amazing to see. So awesome work there, Whistle Ride. And somebody mentioning online, his name's Darren, uh, about, you know, the bus strike and what we can do as members of the community. And that is, of course, communicate with and send in, uh, you know, emails to the people that are negotiating, be it, uh, you know, BC Transit and Unifor as well, if, if it's a letter of support, but how it's a Affecting you, but even if it's not affecting you, it's affecting so many members of our community. So if you can find uh, time to, you know, try to create or change and and support there, you know, you've got the change.org uh, petition that's been set up as well, along with... Um a rideshare group. There's a rideshare group. That's what I mentioned two days ago. So a rideshare group as well. But some, yeah, Darren trying to be solution oriented and get generate some discussion there. You know, what with a lot of people walking on the highway, like I said, walk facing traffic if you have to in certain areas. Not every section of the Valley Trail is groomed, particularly between Emerald and Alpine. So yeah, uh, keep your eyes peeled as a driver too with more pedestrian traffic on the roads. Mm. I'm and lyrical today. Let me wrap things up with a couple happy birthdays. A very happy birthday to the wonderful Carrick Bates. I hope you have a terrific day, Treacle. Uh, yeah, I really do. Along with Sean Sandini. Yes, uh, it's Sean's birthday today as well. Hope you have a great day, bud. And you've got lots planned. But Let's give you some facts from your day, shall we? From the wonderful Stinkies on the Stroll. And this one's from 1892. The longest boxing match under modern rules went down on this day in 1892. 77 rounds. Yeah, uh, that was in Illinois. That is something else. Woo. It's Shakira's birthday today. Pretty rad. Shakira's from Barranquilla in Colombia, which I've seen from a distance. And she is Colombia's biggest selling recording artist of all time. Uh, what a lady. Those hips don't lie. Um, from 1935, a fact for you here from Leonard Keeler. He first used his polygraph machine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, on criminals, and it, they were later convicted of assault on his findings. That was in Portage, Wisconsin. That was on this day in 1935. Mm-hmm. New Amsterdam became a city on this day in 1653, which would later be renamed New York. Yeah, I remember finding that fact out. New Amsterdam was the original name just a few years ago. Pretty crazy. Uh, James Joyce's Ulysses was published in Paris on this day in ooh, 1922. Another fact for you here, though, uh, were from, uh, well, Buddy Holly, Richard Valens, and the Big Bopper. They appeared for their last gig on this day in 1959. That's right, at the Surf Ballroom in Iowa. That was the last time that three acts they ever played together because, of course, the plane crash was actually the following day. Maybe I'll mention that tomorrow, but in 1959, yeah, wow. Um, the, uh, Yoko Ono divorced her husband Tony Cox on this day in 1969 John Lennon and she married just uh, well a month later on the 30th of March but Keith Emerson on this day in 1973 injured his hands when his piano that was rigged to explode as a stump detonated yeah, prematurely during a concert in San Francisco oh wow Sid Vicious he, uh, yeah, he passed away from his heroin overdose on this day in 1979. Wow, long time ago now. George Michael, 
received uh, some undisclosed damages from the Sun newspaper uh, about apparently a party at Andrew Lloyd Webber's place. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I know, crazy. But uh, more facts for you here. The Spice Girls cut their sh- tour short, yeah, on this day in 2008, cutting out their planned shows in Beijing, Sydney, Cape Town and Buenos Aires. I bet we had uh, some uh, very upset <laughs> uh, Spice Girls fans, but yeah, uh, no, um, not that interesting. Willie Nelson, though, on this day in 1993, agreed to pay $9 million of the 16.7 he owed to the IRA. Whoa, that's a hell of a lot of taxes. Okay, let's wrap it up, shall we? And I'm sorry to admit that because I'm in Vancouver, I haven't catered February's playlist yet. I will tonight, though, I promise. But let me give you a joke. Uh, I should have done this one yesterday because February 1st in the year 1234 AD must have been the birth of the world's best drummer. A one, two, one, two, three, four. Uh, um, yeah, these jokes, I don't know if you're ever laughing. I really hope you are. But hey, have a happy Wednesday. The Whistle Pulse podcast is here for you every weekday morning at 7.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Stroll on down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.